Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm super. She is super, and I am natural today. And oh. I will be the Dr. Junkie. You are definitely well, you're, a junkie. You're going to have to be a junkie ninja. Junkie ninja. Dr. Junkie ninja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we are the Supernatural, supernatural junkies. junkies. Coming at you. Hello, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz, and I wanted to share with you what may be the most critical warning of our time. We are all aware of the blitzkrieg against our faith, but most people are unaware of how this new assault has targeted our bodies and our very DNA. Indeed, modern technology is now poised to destroy and remake humanity into a new image. Join us as Reverend Kevin Jessup, the president of Global Strategic Alliance and advisor to world leaders, shares accurate insider information about how America is in jeopardy. Then Dr. Jose Bonilla, who wrote the book on mRNA and has over 30 years in research in the pharmaceutical industry, will share how modern technology can not only change our DNA, but how this is the world's most dangerous idea. According to Hosea 4.6, God's people can perish for lack of knowledge. Join us as we share the information that could literally save an entire generation. Now is the time to reaffirm these ancient warnings to an unsuspecting population. As Jesus commanded us in Luke 21.28, pastors and Christians are supposed to stand up for the truth of what is happening. More importantly, the pulpit may literally be our last chance of stopping the world's greatest deception. Our sponsors are Somebody Cares Tampa Bay, All Pro Pastors International, Make America Free Again, Protect Our Children Project, United Pastors of America, County Citizens Defending Freedom, Serving Others in Love Ministries to Honduras, and the Supernatural Junkies Podcast. Our sponsors of this event are so convinced of the eminency of this message that we are inviting all pastors to attend free of charge. You can register to attend live or via Zoom by going to Eventbrite and searching out the conference, or you can click on the QR code on the screen. But Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Alex. I'm the junkie today. I'll claim it. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm preempting. I'm preempting all of you. And we're here today with Dr. O. Say hello. Hello, Dr. O. I knew he was going to do that. Then we have Dr. D with us also. You know he is a newly minted and mented uh, Supernatural Junkie. Say hello to everyone. Hello to everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? Now I have three of them against me. And we have, of course, Dr. Kevin with us. Yeah, but Alex has enough estrogen to neutralize so much testosterone. She's really nice? amazing. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> so uh, today's topic is we haven't decided because we got so many topics yeah. that it's really difficult to even know where to start. And so I think about this topic as the idea of that Christians are supposed to be in the marketplace. We're supposed to be part of mm -hmm. what's happening in the mm -hmm. world today. And mm -hmm. if you are part of what's happening in the world today as a Christian, then you know that we are under a blitzkrieg with, with respect to our faith and our, our freedoms to be even to share the good news. And uh, so this is kind of going to be a lot of topics we're going to talk about today. 
In fact, it's actually what everybody wants to talk about today. So this could be scary. Could be scary for well, all of us. No, there's kind of no fear in it. Update, right? That's right. We're doing an it update. is an update, and yeah. it's also what the media won't say. And you'll see how it goes from here. But Dr. Dennis, I know you wanted to open with a verse today. Yes, you know I always like to do that. Uh, here's a good title: Contend for the Faith. Beloved, this is from Jude, verse three. Beloved, while I was very diligently to write, diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I find it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. And when I was telling um, my fellow junkies about this verse earlier, um, how I felt the Lord put it on my heart. Um, I know there's a lot, a lot of information that we cover in these podcasts, and yeah. that um, it can get heavy. It gets heavy on us. It gets heavy on us. We you know, remember we're reviewing these topics, and uh, before we present them to our audience, and and it's it's some heavy stuff here. But we have to keep our eyes on Christ. We have to keep looking at Him, and we have to contend for the faith. We cannot be in neutral we have to go forward and that's what we're we why we put these things forth for sure i mean there's that moment where you're you know because you, you when we do this research we're on a string of text and it just goes on and on and you know there's sometimes and dennis likes to come on at about 10 p.m at night uh, or like <laughs> this is like his creative hour a.m yeah i'm yeah and i'll be like what's going on Dennis? get some sleep hey <laughs> But <laughs> stuff can keep you up. Oh no, and, and it does. And it gets overwhelming and we just want to say that, you know, we're we're not really supernatural junkies, right? I mean, this gets overwhelming for us sometimes as well. You know, we're human and we definitely get the fatigue from mm. seeing all this to where you're like, I just want to unplug and not have to hear it. Like to our friends, you know, they <laughs> they'll be like, Okay, I can't. Enough. Enough. You know, and I have to do that to Kevin sometimes because it is all the time for us you know we're researching this stuff and it does get overwhelming um so we just want to let you know that we suffer from that too we get burned out on it but we feel like this is information you need to know you know and it you know it's not we're not doing this because we just love this stuff too um it's because you know we have a message out there and we think it's really important that we get it out there and share it you know, one time when I was really struggling, and this this is probably at least a year and a half ago, so back when we were really writing the book, and of course, you know, you could see there there wasn't really a lot of cognition or, you know, people just weren't really interested. They were so tied up in the fear and the narrative, and um, and I just felt like God was telling me, I will shake all the nations. Oh, absolutely. And and you can start to see that that was the first of, of his many great shakings. And, and what are those shakings supposed to do? They're supposed to, why do you wake somebody up? You you, you shake them. You, you say something. You you yell at them. You, yeah. you do something, right? Yeah. And so this is God trying to get our attention. And what is that attention? Just like we go back to the harbingers, 9-11 was was not an attention that we needed to be come back and build back bigger, better, stronger, faster. No, it was the time for us to remember who we are and who are we we are a country that trusted god and founded this country on god and so to remember that it was god who gave us this success that we should have repented and turned to god not built back bigger better stronger faster right? Amen to that. in defiance and pride of their heart 
And so you can see that that's what this is about. And and we, we have to remember that as Christians, we have to join God in trying to shake the world, to wake them up. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's one of the things ever since then, it was a bad day. <laughs> I've had a lot of bad days. I had a bad day in Dr. Dozier's house one day as well you know and so we've all struggled struggled with these things and um so uh, i know doc we're going to be talking about dr dozier we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff today but he gave up come up with a pretty good idea about how do we how do we sort through some of this stuff even before we we throw it out there okay well i i what i'm saying today is uh there's not a great degree degree of critical thinking. What's happening today is a number of people are listening to media and whatever is said in the media, that's the conclusion of the matter for them. There's also, and you can get your dictionaries out, there's also what is known as gaslighting and fear-mongering. Uh, that's taking place. And these are the things that people listen to and they take these things as, uh, you might say, gospel. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean mm. the gospel of Jesus Christ. If there's going to be a change, then there's going to have to be some critical thinking. And I, I believe that's something that's not taught today and without insulting anyone's intelligence, uh, some people, really don't know what critical thinking is. Critical thinking is when you take an objective analysis. When I say objective, I'm saying that you have facts in front of you. You take an, object, you make, take an object, objective analysis so that you can come to the proper judgment of any particular situation. Mm-hmm. Now, some time ago, a psychologist, psychiatrist by the name of Albert Ellis. Uh, he's gone now. I think he died in 2007. But he was a uh, cognitive behaviorist. He was a behaviorist and he dealt with cognitive therapy and what have you. But he also had one that was known as, uh, it was, it by the acronyms RET, R-E-T or R-E-B-T, Rational Emotive Therapy or Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy. And in that you had the ABC theory of RET. Uh, in that theory you have an activating event you have your belief about it and then there's a consequence now there's one thing that I like to use and it's simple it's kind of funny but it does make sense let's just say you're going to work okay it's morning let's say your wife is fixing your breakfast and in fixing your breakfast she uh, puts two slices of bread in the toaster and she doesn't really check the dial on the toaster to see where it's set, and your toast pops out, and it's burnt. And you look at your burnt toast, and you say, look at this, you burnt my toast. Now I'm going to have a bad day. This just messes up my whole day. I Don't worry about breakfast. Mm. Now, here's the question. Why are you upset? And why do you think that you're going to have a bad day? It is not because she burnt the toast. That's your belief about it. The toast itself will not control your day. <laughs> but, Wait. 
Toast doesn't control the day? No, it'll be your your <laughs> belief, your belief about it. So many people think what I just gave you was A to C. You burnt my toes, therefore I'm gonna have a bad day. Right. No, you jumped the belief. What you have to do, if you're going to change that, you have to challenge that belief. So if I'm going to challenge it, then I need to add a D. I need to dispute my belief mm-hmm. and ask myself, is burnt toast really going to dictate my day? Okay, <laughs> And the answer to that is really no. And so I may still want the toast, so she burnt the toast, and I can come back and say, well, oh, the toast. She can look at it and say, the toast was burnt. And she could say, uh, well, it'll take another minute. Let me just put another couple slices in there, and I can... Uh, I can set the dial for it to be lighter and to be fine. She makes the toast, you enjoy your toast, you go and have your breakfast. You got a new emotional consequence. What I'm saying is you had an irrational belief. You believe that burnt toast is going to mess up your day. Burnt toast mm-hmm. was not going to mess up your day. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's what you believe about it. Mm-hmm. So now let me go to things that happen in life. Here is something that is put out. Mm-hmm. And when this thing is put out, what happens is you're told this is what's going to happen from this if you don't do this or you don't do that or you do this or you don't do that. And all types of things are flashed up to get you to believe it. And now what happens is you believe that because this happened, because a certain thing is taking place, this is going to be the result, the consequence. So you're now afraid. You're fearful. Mm -hmm. You're terrified. Mm -hmm. You're tormented, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm And it's all because of the fact that you now have taken on a personal belief without challenging to see if these are the facts. Right. So the consequence here being that I'm terrified, I'm fearful, I think I need to do this or else, but the action that I take may make things worse. What I'm going to have to do is challenge that. Now, how am I going to challenge that? I am going to have to get some facts. Who will I get facts from? Where will I get facts from? I will get facts from the people who really know. I will get facts from those who have researched. I will get facts from those who have come to conclusions. I'll get facts from those who uh, have done uh, specific, no matter what, you know, it could be different things, particular tests on certain things or whatever it may be. Or people who are actually uh, the... How about, we, how about their pastor, right? Could we say the progenitors <laughs> or their pastors? If it's life, what does the Bible say about it? Right. Also, so now what I'm getting is I'm getting some objective information. Mm-hmm. And so I may find that what I've been told is not true, but I've taken it on as a personal belief. Right. And so now if I will, when I dispute it, and if you could put facts in front of me, I have to humble myself. Yeah, well, that's the hard thing. Yeah, that's right. believe it. Yeah. Because yeah. some people don't like to be wrong. Well, yeah, you're some. absolutely right. And then right. other people. I can are, say that nobody at this table likes to be wrong. <laughs> Come on, Doc. And then other people, other people are fearful to even uh, make a change. Right. When they've been following something that's based on personal beliefs versus factual truth. Absolutely. But if I will. Once that's disputed and you lay the facts out on me, that's not true, Dr. Cruz. I don't have a problem being wrong, okay? I don't want to be right. I don't want to be I don't want to be wrong with God now. Amen. Uh, so now 
when you make that when you when that dispute is you decide to dispute it in your mind now you dispute it so i'm i'm checking uh, i want to get some i want to get some objective proof Obje- when i speak of objective i'm speaking of that which is fact it's laid out now what happens is i can get a new emotional consequence mm. i find out that what i've been following has been more detrimental to me than it has been helpful for me and then when i learn the truth i find out okay this is what's going to benefit me versus what I have believed before. You really didn't skip B. You thought you skipped B. Right. And you thought that A brought C. Right. But your belief about A is really what brought about C, brought about that consequence. So when we give this show, when we give this show, uh, we do research and we pray that we're not wrong, okay? We know that God's word is not wrong. When we give you research from the Bible, we know that God's word is not wrong. Uh, when we research things that uh, doctors, scientists, whoever it may have been, uh, things that they have investigated, or in some cases, things that they may have invented, and they they bring out the truth about those things, okay, this is what we want to bring to you. And so all you have to do is open up your heart to truth and then you go and do your investigation for yourself. Just like those people in Berea, you be noble and you research it and stop listening to, stop listening, stop stop listening to things Mm -hmm. that want to take you in a particular direction in order to have control over you. And you can end up with a new emotional consequence. Mm. Well, it's interesting when when you're talking about that and you're absolutely right, you know, about you know how you you see something and 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 you're, if you don't take your belief into it if you don't take it in digest it and you react before you do that then you get horrible consequences right but you also you I look at I apply this to what happened with covid where COVID, wake up over there, Doc. Sounds like you're sleeping. Uh, I know. He's like, oh, <laughs> you're Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, no, it's like, I am your father. Look, oh, I, I am should your have been father. leaning away from the mic. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, what are you working out over there? Uh, what's, what's going, going on? on? Did he fall asleep? Um, <laughs> I was reading don't a be, disturbing text message. Okay, well, yes. don't fall asleep on Dr. D when I, he's talking. I, 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 you I, put him out, Doc. I thought I heard the force, man. Yeah, the, the force. Um, going back, but what they did was uh, one thing they did in, in the COVID operation, I call it an operation because it was an operation run by the DOD, is that they took away the factual evidence. They censored right, silenced it. it. They did not allow it to happen. That's right. And there were many hundreds of th- and thousands of physicians that came out against what they were doing. And they once they did that, they drove the whole thing by fear. And that's where people were not able to um, make apply their belief system to to affect the consequence because they were driven by fear. And right, right, Doc, does fear. That when you make decisions based on fear, you make poor decisions? When you make decisions based on fear, yes, you make poor decisions. Because the Word of God tells us that fear has torment. It tells us that fear has torment and there's no fear in love. And and when you look at that word fear from the Greek word phobos, it has to do with being terrorized. I mean, you're terrorized. And what this does is fear will torment you. And this is what happened with many people. People were tormented. In other words, it's like the punishment 
for fear mm-hmm. is torment. Absolutely. And, and this is this is what what was happening with people. People have been tormented. We know it's been proven, and I'm sure Dr. Cruz might bring something up on that. But we know that it's been proven that masks were ineffective. We know that it's been proven that masks were ineffective, and yet. Just there are people who will probably wear those things for the rest of their lives. I mean, once again, remember critical thinking. Don't get upset with me because I'm speaking this. You want right. to think objectively. You want to think about truth. Don't allow yourself to be tormented uh, by people who are not. We might as well say this. They're not walking in love. That when I say they're not walking in love, they're not looking out for your benefit. Right. They're not looking out for your benefit. There is another objective. There's a modus operandi behind all of this, and Mm -hmm. they're not looking out for your good. So this is when we talk about things that happen in the media. You know, very quickly, anybody that didn't go along with what was being pushed was labeled uh, an anti-vaxxer, a conspiracy theorist. And so, you know, when you look at the news and, and if you're especially if you are in a Democratic run state, that's the only news they're getting. But this is when we mention that in the, and this is 100 percent true. You can look it up that 90 percent of mainstream media is owned by six corporations. And so when we say that you, you have to and they were and that's why you were hearing news stories on every channel. They were saying verbatim. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing over and over. Isn't that weird? If you're writing your own news stories, how do all these television stations say exactly the same words in exactly the same way? It, right. It's just not possible unless it's somehow being controlled. And that's what we're trying to get people to understand. This is not a secret. You can look it up for yourself. And I, you know, I always recommend that no matter what we say, that you do your homework Be and that you look it up. Don't take our word for it because mm-hmm. we are fallible, right? We're human. We're not God. We're going to make mistakes. We just ask that you be patient with us. And if that's something that you see, email it into us so we can check it out too. But um, for you, you yeah, definitely be a Berean. Look that information up. Research it. Try and find yeah. that truth in there. But if every mainstream media is telling you something, then go somewhere else. At least get a more objective point of view by trying to see the other side. And so anybody that had a different opinion was somehow labeled something crazy. And then we were told, literally, this is science. This is science. If you argue with this, it's because you're crazy. You don't know what science is. Alex, it was the science. science. I'm sorry. It's Mr. Science. He's here with us again. I'm popping out of retirement. Just look up up the two words. Look up the two words echo chamber right totally yeah that's exactly it and so we're just so we're going to review some of the things that we were told that were blatant lies and that we see now because here's what i don't understand is that we see the repercussions last month in england alone just for the month mortality rates were up 20.9 percent all around guys how is a mortality rate up 20 percent in one month and the, and the media won't talk about no. it. No. Well, the UK is be- getting better about talking about it than here in the States. The States is a complete shutdown. They, they don't they don't even want to admit it, even though we're seeing the repercussions of what this well, they can admit it. shot, you know, this death well, shot, whatever you want to call it. It's not yeah. a vaccine. Um, we're seeing the repercussions of it, but yet there's still no public acknowledgement. And I, that's frustrating. What, what about the protests, sweetheart? You were telling me all about the protests going around the world. Right, so there's been protests uh, largely in um, France, 
England, um, even uh, we've seen the video ones of the ones in Australia, even though it's very limited. That's something else we need to talk about too, because the cattle in Australia has been vaccinated with the mRNA. Well, there's not just Australia. Honey. I know, I know. I mean, it's, it's a frightening. It's, it's a supposedly frightening world. Mike Adams had an article out that they've been vaccinating um, pork. the food, the pork, and the cattle since 2018 with mRNA. See, mm-hmm. mRNA. It was something they developed back in the 90s. And and it's designed it's it, uh, for bioweapon. And that's 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 what it is. And now um, they start injecting. They're going to change it over. Um, not only is it uh, happened with COVID, that was their first test run, but now they're going to use it for the childhood uh, vaccine line. So please, folks, do never, ever take another vaccine. They are. They do not work. I've been anti-vax since 1988. They do not work. No, no. They it, don't prevent disease. So, I, you know, real story here. I have a friend who recently just had a baby. We we're just talking a few weeks ago, and um, she and I, you know, she, she and I've been talking. She's very aware of the podcast, and she's a Christian. She's, she's like, oh, you know, they told me that if my baby didn't get this shot, that the, if the baby bleeds, they can't clot, and they'll. They'll die, and and she's like, should I get this? And I told, and I, I wonder. I was like, in this state, if you get one, you no longer have religious exemption. Now you could still slide under the radar if you don't get any, because th- there you're proving it. I was like, but if you get your child even one vaccine, they make you get them all if you try and enroll them in school because you can't do that anymore. And so she's like, oh, I'm so panicked. You know, what if this happens to my baby? And I was like, did they do the the thing on the heel where they poke it in the blood? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, and did the baby stop bleeding? She's like, yes. I'm like, then your baby's fine. Your baby's <laughs> blood obviously clots because it didn't bleed to death. It, he's fine. Don't do it. Um, but now her her um, pediatrician that she was going to told her this. I'll give you two more weeks, and if you don't, if you decide not to get any vaccines, you are no longer welcome in this practice. Good, not coming back, pal. See you. No, and Say that's goodbye. what I told her. I was like, I know it's going to be hard to find a doctor that is not going to force that on no, you. No, I can send you to at least two. Yeah. Anyways. Do you have two pediatricians we can send her? Yeah. Okay, great. That would be fantastic. Anyway. Well, it's not only that. I mean, they're a real life story. Um, isn't Dr. Catherine in your practice? She's certified in pediatrics. Well, yeah, I think, but that's chiropractic. But pediatric. no, but that's the whole thing. Well, you don't need, see, this was it. Doc, go back. Let's go back in time. Chiropractic. Back, do, 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 going do, do, back. Do. The way back Chiropractic machine. and medicine were in a battle. Uh, in the 30s and in the 40s. Chiropractors were being put in jail for practicing medicine without a license. And then the reason being is because medicine didn't want opposition, just like they don't want opposition today. They drive things by by fear, folks. Now, I'm not saying this is all medical doctors. I have a lot of medical colleagues who I admire, who are great physicians and so forth. What I'm saying as an establishment, that's how they run the game. Fear-mongering. Right. And that's the communist ploy, and that's Satan's ploy, and it really is, you know, standard operating procedure. But Alex showed me a lot of these uh, protests around the world, and the one I thought really, you know, we could almost call it this, but the the, the whole protest was they lied. Oh, that was UK, yeah. People died. People died. Yeah, yeah and that's true. what they were shouting, yeah. And, and you really have to wrap your head around that. Mm-hmm. We're really going to let people lie, and it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter? Right? It doesn't appear to because it, you think about Jesus. He said, "I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life." Amen. And if you abandon truth, 
you're abandoning the character of God. And then you've embraced the character of Satan. And when you embrace the character of Satan, what will you, what will you reap? Death. Mm-hmm. The lies produce the death. That's what the garden was about, right? Doc? You see what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. this is why those people, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. They lied and people died. And yeah. people are going to continue to die, unfortunately. And this is just the beginning oh, yeah. of it. Yep. And Dr. The, Dennis, Dr. Dennis brought up, uh, just kind of sticking with me a bit, on fear, fear having torment, and then looking at First John 14, the first portion, but then going to the second portion, it says, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. And one of the things, and this believers really need to hear this, I'm speaking of believers in Christ, and if you're out there and you're not a believer in Christ, you know, by hearing us, we do hope that you hear the love of Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you decide to uh, surrender your life over to the Lord. But looking at this last portion, it says, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. A lot of things are happening to believers today. Once again, I'm glad we brought that out. You have to do critical thinking when I say what I'm going to say is that we're not trusting God with our whole heart. Mm. Mm -hmm. Something is said and we're flocking to Mm. it. And People don't like to hear it. I'm even sometimes uncomfortable about saying it, not because of fear, but being sensitive to other people. Because I know people have lost loved ones, some prior to uh, the shot, the jab, and people have lost loved ones after taking the jab. And there are things that are happening in the bodies of people that we've never heard of in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is we are trusting pharmacia, pharmacon, more than we are trusting God. Mm-hmm. And, Amen. And and I'm using a little Greek there for you because that is where we get our word for pharmacy and pharmaceuticals. Shaka we are tr- we are trusting Shaka. we are trusting <laughs> drugs. And you have to remember, these things are synthetics, and they have things in there that are foreign to the body. Mm-hmm. And these, some of these things can really damage the body. Have you ever noticed when there's a commercial about a certain product that helps you and how that portion is played so beautifully, the people are smiling, they're doing Running this, on they're a doing beach. that. Happy. And then at the end, I can't speed talk that fast. <laughs> but they began to say, this product may cause suicide. If this happened, any of these things happen to you, please locate your, why do I have to run off 20 bad things that can happen to me real fast? But slowly, I tell you about one thing that it may help. Am I going to risk that? Or would I rather, would I rather, much rather take care of my health? We need to, we can do a good job. We can do a better job of taking care of our critical thinking. I'm going to keep saying that critical thinking because people love to get angry when they're faced with the truth. We can take care of ourselves. I'm not, I'm not, as you would say, uh, I don't go by the term Mm -hmm. anti-vaxxer. No, uh, I do. I, don't, do. I don't go by the term. <laughs> I, don't, I don't go by Doctor Dennis does. I don't go by the term anti-vaxxer. Yeah, I but I don't take that. vaccines. Right. I really don't. I don't right. take vaccines, uh, and I'm still here. Amen. Okay, I'm still here. I, I I didn't go to the hospital. I didn't have something jacked up happen to my body. Mm. Critical thinkers don't say, "Well, that's you." Other people are different. Don't say that. What I'm saying, I'm come, I'm coming as one to tell you that I didn't take any of those things but I'm fine. And I trusted God 
through the whole process. And I believe Amen. that if, you know, the word tells us no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It tells us to bless the Lord, all my soul, and all, my, all that is in me. Mm-hmm. Bless his holy name. Mm-hmm. Forget not his benefits. Mm-hmm. He forgives us of our iniquities, but he also heals us of all of our diseases. Mm-hmm. And we say, well, that was for that was for then. It is for now. He is the same yesterday, today, mm-hmm. and forever. Amen. And you, we Lord. just have to believe him, and we have to trust and rely upon him. And so I want I want to say that to you uh, as we go through this. My heart goes out. I mean, I I lost a relative sure. recently. They moved on and. And it was uh, cancer, it was clots, there were strokes. Mm. I won't say what it was. I don't know uh, for respect to the remainder of my family. Uh, I won't say what it was. But I did talk to a medical expert. And I did, I'm using that, I'm saying expert. Let me just go ahead and say, oh, the expert, a medical doctor. And I asked this medical doctor, uh, alone I asked him was it possible I told him I too I said but I'm PhD I'm not medical and I asked him could it be possible that a certain thing that a certain person was going through was due to this jab mm. and they said that can be that could be possible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we had a conversation I'll leave it there so there were some people who would speak, and, and we need to ask ourselves the question when you're doing critical thinking, ask ourselves the questions. Why were the true medical experts, when I say the med- medical experts, I'm speaking of the doctors and the epidemiologists, why were they silenced? Not why were they silenced? Mm-hmm. And you were hearing people mm-hmm. who are really pseudo journalists because they, they, you brought it out, mm-hmm. they're owned by corporations. Right. And they have an echo chamber. They say uh, what they've been uh, given to say. Yep. Uh, they're not allowed. They're, they're not. Been they're not allowed to, to go out there and research and yep. do what journalists are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Hold everything in accountability. They're not doing that now. That's right. Okay. So I remember when COVID came out, there was these commercials that were going around, and they had everybody on every station that was virtually saying exactly. Yeah. The it, was, same it was a script. Yeah, we've, it was we a played script. it. Yeah. We played yeah. it on the no, it, no, it's no doubt. It's, yeah. no, it's a reason why they call it TV programming. Right. right. You but know, we talked about that. Fear is an incredible motivator. If you want to control a people, you fill them with fear. One of the reasons Christians tend to be harder to control is because we don't have that fear of death, right? Because that's us coming home, right? There, our hope and our salvation is in Christ. And so we don't have that fear that they can hold. That's the other problem with this and that they acknowledge. And one of the first groups they attacked were Christians when this happened. Of course. Because they realized Silence us. we don't have that fear. J.P. Sears just recently became a Christian and um, which, you know, he's great. He's a great free thinker. He's a lot of fun to watch. But he, yeah, he said the same thing. He goes, you know, when you no longer have that those kinds of fears, right. it's really hard to control you in that way. Right. I, you know, Doc, you were talking, um, we, we had mentioned this earlier, but Jeremiah 17, 5, which says, cursed is the man who trusts in man yeah. and makes flesh his strength, mm. whose heart departs from the Lord. Mm-hmm. In verse 7, it says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. You know, it's, and we could fall prey to this as, as Christians if we take our eyes off Jesus. I always think of Peter getting out of the boat. 
He got out of the boat, and he defied all natural law, focused on Christ, and walked on water. But as soon as he took his eyes off Christ Mm -hmm. and looked at the storms, he started to sink. And that happens to us every time we take our eyes off Christ. It does. Amen. For what you're, you're saying... I, I would like to juxtapose that if I can. Juxtapose that if I can. You said how they're listening to everything man said, and you brought up what Jeremiah seventeen five says. Okay, and that's listening to the voice of man. Okay, we speak what God speaks. Believers speak what God speaks. I, someone may say, and I, I want to give a definition of, of that same echo chamber, because somebody may say, okay, well you you have an echo chamber, okay. But let me give you a definition of that. And then you have to make your decision as a believer. Which one are you following? Uh, an, echo chamber, cha- an, an echo chamber is an environment in which a person encounters only beliefs or opinions that coincide with their own so that their existing views are reinforced and alternative ideas are not considered. Also, people are living in partisan and ideological uh echo chambers that's an example now the difference is those who are pushing these things do not listen as a matter of fact they censor and silence we will hear you so that we can counter with what God's word says mm-hmm. Amen. okay and that's the difference. And what you're getting in the media, you get an echo chamber. And then when you, for example, uh, Dr. Robert Malone, when he was ringing out, I was watching uh, where they were having, a, a, I guess you would say, a conclave of, of these top notch. And I, mm-hmm. I said, boy, none of these none of these people that you see, not one of these people that you see on these shows would sit with these people. These people had no notes, no this. They were talking off just because they were really inventors and they were really epidemiologists and they were this and they were that. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Malone, with him even being a part of that, I was listening once, because I'll sometimes peruse to see what they're saying, and I use this, uh, the so-called inventor. You don't respect the work of others when you're trying to prove you're really not trying to prove a point what you're trying to do is deceive a people and bring a people under under your power mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. And, and so you have to really you need to know who the I'll give another word out there oligarch you probably heard me you need to know who the oligarchs are who are really running these things that's right because this goes beyond government it goes higher and you need to know who they are that are running these things and then ask yourself why. This seems like a good time for the master of segues to intervene. <laughs> Get in there, Doc. Get in there. Do it. I know. He's been surprisingly silent. Weird. So, again, this is where, again, I was a very rebellious kid. And I, I really did a lot of things to my parents. I mean, I, 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 it's hard for me to substitute somebody else's opinion for my own. Right. That's just I'm just saying. And so when you're a kid and you grew up this way and then your parents were end up turning out to be right. And then you kind of realize, and especially about Bible prophecy, that my dad was right about all this stuff happening. And so this really has had a lot of impact on me. 
But when you really start to distill down some of these warnings in the Bible, we've seen wars and rumors. You see all of these things happen. And as you start to realize these times that we're in and, and, and probably going to be getting worse, you come to the conclusion that, that Satan's ultimate plan doesn't work if he can't get access to our body. And so then the question's really been, why? Exactly what Dr. Dozier was saying, why? And so as we break open the topic, we've been talking about how the facts are the facts, that mRNA vaccines are not vaccines. They're genetic therapies. And why are they so intent on putting mRNA technology into these things? You know, this is another quote. We've never covered this, but this is from Klaus Schwab. The fourth industrial revolution is not about changing what you do. It's about changing you. Changing who you are, he said, that's what we need. We need gene editing shots and vaccines that change who you are. Mm. We also had Noah Harari that we covered. Didn't he thanks, say something about hacking? Yeah. Facts, thanks to vaccines, humans are now hackable animals. Nice. Thanks to that, right? And by the way, when you're done with you, what? The idea that you have a soul or a choice, right? Uh, or that we don't know what's going on inside of you. Yeah, that's that's well, we, over. We talked about that with the God gene. Remember? That's right. Mm -hmm. And so then there's your connection to the God gene, the, uh, mm -hmm. the, the VMAT2 gene. So, you know, as we, that's really what our book is about. Because if you think about the warning, the, the COVID beast, it's, it's not just that this is another evil government. Remember, the Bible says, who can make war against the beast? Yeah. This government, with the weapons that they have, with the totality that they control the world, mm -hmm. you didn't even make fun of the way I said totality. You guys are really slacking. I, 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 well, you finally got to talk. Totalitarian. I thought it was pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, you can see where this narrative has gone. And so, you know, we've been covering a lot of things. I know a couple episodes we can mention Dr. Ryan Cole was on Dr. Drew's show, and you saw that one, yeah, sweetheart. And one of the things that's so shocking is that he's going in and he's showing you all kinds of different tissues mm -hmm. where the spike proteins are literally pooling. Mm -hmm. Now, that means that you, you probably change their DNA where the body actually thinks it's producing this stuff. Now, that's the, the truncated, um, you know, mRNA where there's no codon at the end to make it stop producing. Right. But this stuff, these people are all going to die. And so he's proving these long clots and so on and so forth. And then there was another, who else was the other doctor that was on Dr. Drew's show talking about how... Naomi Wolf. Yeah, because of the of the genetic um, possibilities of what could be happening in the reproductive tissues. Because of these, these um, lipid nanoparticles, mm -hmm. right, going to the reproductive tissues, yeah, really we could see babies that are born with these new genetic mutations, all related to these vaccines. So, you know, we already covered the uh, Epic Times article, which was talking about the Swedish study that found that even within about six hours, they were finding that some DNA was being converted, you know? And so there's a whole bunch of things that have kind of happened since then. Um, this is another study, sequencing of bivalent Moderna and Pfizer mRNA vaccines reveals nanogram to micron qualities of expression of vector DNA per dose. In other words, they're seeing a, a large amount of this that's going directly to DNA, way above what they would say quantities that are considered safe or allowable. You know, just since one of the podcasts, we've had, you know, a doctor, uh, what, what magazine was that? Um, but a scientist admit they altered babies and mistakes were made. And that's in futurism.com. 
Who in the world gave this man a license to start messing around and experimenting with babies? And what did you do to those babies once you found out? You start to see here that what's happening in the world is unprecedented. We're seeing, you know, genetic markers. These are the things that God wrote into our into our body. And when you think about, you know, how does this affect it? Oh, was it me? No, it wasn't me. I think that uh, Dr. I, D was Dr. Going Dozier. Over there. Boy, now think about this, guys. If Jesus was the most revolutionary person in the world, the most revolutionary prayer he prayed started with something. It said, Our Father. Right? Mm. And that means that Jesus is our brother, mm. that we are part of a family. Mm-hmm. And as science has gone on, we have to realize that all children have their father's DNA. DNA. If you do not have your father's DNA, then you are not his child. Then Klaus Schwab goes, and you are Klaus Schwab's child. I am your father. That's right. (laughs) And remember, Talzax made that argument if you took this vaccine, Mm -hmm. right? Now, as Dr. Dozier was saying, we need to have you know, some real sympathy and empathy for the people that really did die from COVID. But here's something we covered how we absolutely know that this was not an accidental event. Well, I don't even think we know how many people died from That's COVID. That's right. We don't because of so, the numbers. I mean, so we, we covered that uh, in the book and on the podcast. But, but you know, I, Kev, I wonder, um, just interject a little bit, um, I wonder, and we also often wondered, uh, if this whole vaccine was experimental, being under EU, mm-hmm. um, that, well, it fits the Rockefeller step plan too, right? Right. right? But right. if it was, and that's how it was approved, then they would have had to have a control group. That's right. So I don't think that everybody who got the jab actually got the mRNA. No. And and um, but I think the people I agree. it doesn't I agree. seem like it wasn't. And then there's there's the whole batch thing as well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then there's the bloodline thing as well because unfortunately, uh, they can track quite well how certain bloodlines. And again, this means mm-hmm. once you understand that it was a designed thing and that they've never had there's never been a virus. Mm-hmm. They've never had it. That's according to the National Intelligence Committees themselves. That's right. What they have is a bunch of particles of something that they think used to be a virus. So the point is, is that all these people that died that we should have empathy for, okay, and the people that that we that died because they wrongfully took these these jabs, right? Unknowingly. All of these things, this is all deception, right? Mm-hmm. And the reality of the situation is, is that it's all lies. This is Satan coming coming against humanity you know and then we have this whole push now uh because of the of the of the economics because of the who now stepping in and trying to control everything the world does in 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 any pandemic superseding our own constitution uh, uh, giving over our our own sovereignty in the case of a pandemic to a private company Mm -hmm. controlled by bill gates yeah that's actually that uh national bio defense strategy and implementation plan that was put together by the government and it's actually 53 pages of how they can control your life during a pandemic and we're going to break more of that story on the next podcast because it wasn't just that it was manufactured over there we went along with it 
the Pentagon, the Department of Defense, was the right. one who started this censorship. Uh, I was on Dr. David Hevener, I mean, David Hevener's uh, TV last night, and he has, still has a YouTube channel. And so he told me a few of the buzzwords I couldn't say, and somehow dummy me still said mRNA. And then we had to go, oh, but what would I say? <laughs> but I'm not kidding you. That's the kind of censorship. And YouTube is still done really well, by the way. And why has the world not, why, why, when you can't sit, when the president can't be on Twitter, why didn't the whole world dump it? If yeah. it's not a free platform and you can see yeah. people are going along with this, this really, this censorship, Dr. you know, Bruce, before you move on, can I, is it, this is a short something on something uh, you said, because I'm just using my ears to listen. And uh, you mentioned Rockefeller and that's why it was necessary for me to say something uh, because there are, if people are looking, let me put it this way. You're looking on Google. Okay. And you're going to see different fact check uh, things. And they'll say that this lockstep thing was not so. Uh, I'm saying this because there's the probability. I like to think like a listening audience, even when, I, before, when I'm not speaking. There's a probability there's someone out there who's saying, well, I looked at the fact checks and they said that this did not exist. There are certain words that are used, okay, to throw you totally off. But there is... There is not a playbook per se. When they say the Rockefeller playbook, yeah, they can use that. But there is the lockstep plan and you can read it. You can download it. You need to know who these so-called fact checkers work for. You can download it. And when you look at it, it does not have to be exact. But there is just no way that things could happen the way they're happening and there not be uh some truth to that plan and it just not be some hypothetical situation okay yeah. so i wanted to bring that out because he mentioned rockefeller and there's a probability that we'll have an audience who'll say there is no rockefeller playbook no it's not a playbook but there is a book and if you go ahead and you can pull it down you can download it in a pdf file and if you read for yourself you can see these things that are in there and then you do some i'll keep using that word today some critical thinking and ask yourself how is it that these things look so similar and this is just a hypothesis well and there's no doubt the rockefeller step plan is just the name of something we don't know the origin but here's the thing you do know it's been around for a while and that's just it what Dr. it Cruz was around before true. COVID yeah, even happened. Way before. Yeah. And so once you understand that, then you have to go, well, who cares who did it? Somebody clearly has been thinking about this stuff. You know, but the bottom line here is is that once you understand that the most important thing about you is that you are God's child. This is the most important thing in the universe that we are a part of his family and that like you think about God writing the Bible and he did but he wrote it through the inspiration, the Holy Spirit in, in men. You think about the Bible, though, God actually wrote with his own hand the Ten Commandments. Yep. Your DNA is like the Ten Commandments. That's the kind of level that we know God wrote this thing, right? So when you think about somebody changing that, right, it changes the identity and it changes the nature. And once you start to address these issues, right, that you go back to the days of Noah. And what were they? They were days of corrupt flesh yep. and corrupt minds, mm -hmm. right? And then everything, you know, like you add that to the Tower of Babel, anything they imagined they could do, you start to see how this is starting to happen again. But there's another study. This was in science.org. 
Further evidence supports controversial claim that SARS-CoV-2 genes can integrate into human DNA. And by the way, that's not just vaccine. Once you understand that the very first COVID, whatever this was, okay, which is really a bunch of small proteins, right, was actually developed as a bioweapon, now you can see that from the very get-go, they planned to attack our DNA because this is the image of God that we really reproduce in the world. Yeah. And most people are aware of CRISPR. Well, it's not just CRISPR now. They have these enzymes that can cut and paste DNA into your into into DNA very quickly in your body. And then it's just a matter of distributing. We talk about how they use magnetic therapies. There's eight different companies that are trying to figure out how to use magnetics to take a singular payload and push it to every single cell of your body. That's how much competition there is to get to your body. Technology is now exactly what Klaus Schwab has said. Now I say all of that and I pushed into this episode mainly because we are now going to be sponsoring, along with a lot of the groups here in, in the Tampa Bay area, the assault on our DNA conference. How modern technology is really defiling the temple, okay, the temple of God. Absolutely. And so this is something you could go to the supernaturaljunkies.com, and we're going to be hosting that there. I know a lot of people don't live here, but you can actually get on a Zoom call when it does it. It's going to be May 12th. It is from 8.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., and we have two of the best speakers you could get. We have Dr. Jose Bonilla, who is going to be, he is the guy who literally wrote the book, on mRNA. And he has over 30 years in the pharmaceutical and development industry. He's also worked for NASA, the Department of Defense. He's put all these projects together. So this is a guy that you want to hear. And we also have Kevin Jessup, who is the um, Strategic Alliance. Um, he's the president of that. And of course, he's also been the co-founder of The Return and uh, chair of that. So he literally is an advisor to presidents, uh, active generals. Uh, he has been a part of some of the biggest um, Christian ministries in the country. And you're going to hear firsthand insider information about how everything we know and love in America is under jeopardy. See, the bottom line is we're trying to use this podcast to break you out of the matrix. We want you to take, which kind of pill was it again, baby? It's a red pill or a blue pill. It was Just a take them both. I think it's the red no, pill. it's the red pill. It's the red pill. It's the red pill, baby. <laughs> By the way, Dr. Dozier is wearing some awesome red today. He is. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to say that we're going to put a link to the Rockefeller Lockstep Plan so that you can take a look at it for yourself. And also, we will put information and links to the Assault on Our DNA Conference in our show notes as well so that you can find that there. So... Um, that was my rant. Well, in, you got it in, Doc. Goes, That's why I was heady, heavy. Actually, done. I had to handle a difficult text. I'm sorry. I'll breathe in all heavy. Dr. D, do you have anything to tell us about um, what's going on with the Word of Grace and Truth Ministries? There are no special events. Uh, there are no special events taking place this week uh, or next week, but I will be sure to let you know. Uh, when they're coming up, I will say that uh, in July, I don't have the exact date, so I'm so embarrassed, but in July, I believe it's the third week, they will be having the Design Women, Design a Women Encounter, and that's held at Safety Harbor from Thursday to Sunday morning. Uh, if you'd like to get more information on that, uh, you can contact 
uh, Claudia Dozier at the Word of Grace and Truth Ministries, 813-903-8822. Uh, if you don't, uh, if no one is there, just leave a message and she will be sure to call you back. We'll also put links to the Word of Grace and Truth Ministries, their information also in our show notes, as well as their Facebook page or anything else. Follow Supernat Junkies on IG, and we also have the Supernatural Junkies on Facebook. Well, I, I want to tell you guys that uh, this this event is going to be sponsored by uh, Somebody Cares Tampa Bay. Again, one of the largest Woo-hoo. pastors groups in the area. Mm-hmm. All Pro Pastors International. Again, Woo-hoo. pretty large group here, but all around the world. Right. Yeah. We have Protect Our Children Project. We have uh, County Citizens Defending Freedom. And Jim McLean is one of the guests we had on the show one time. Mm. And uh, we have uh, United Pastors of America that is a, is a sponsor. So we are seeing unity. And that is what it's going to take. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about us. It's about Jesus. But guess who Jesus made things about? He made it about his family. Amen. This is family. And we want you to see that modern technology is a, is attacking the very essence of who you are, the, the essence of our family, the essence of God being breathed down into his children. And so you can see why this is what I believe the world's most important situation and why the Bible warned us so much about what's to come. So God bless each one of you guys, and we're going to be blowing this up a little bit on the next visit. All our listeners. Hey, you guys are pointing at me for what? What did I do? <laughs> he did it. Anyway, um, all Supernatural Junkie family, uh, we just want to say a prayer for you. Lord God, we just want to thank you today for mm-hmm. this podcast, for what you put forth. Uh, may we all um, come to you for wisdom and understanding. Let's, let us not react to things around us, but let us keep our eyes on you, Jesus, so we can weather the storms around us. Lord, please touch the hearts and minds of those that are listening to this program. Please inspire them to dig deeper into your love, your grace, and your word. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless each one of you guys. Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly what why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hey, this is Dr. Kevin again talking to you about 
Pro Tandem, and it's why we've changed many things in our office to revolve around an anti-aging program. Not only did it help me boost my thyroid, which is really kind of an untreatable thing when it comes to nutritional, but we also saw my testosterone go up. We also saw my cholesterol go down, and of course, my blood pressure go down. We've seen remarkable things happen in multiple people. This is because there is more science behind Pro Tandem than almost any product on the market. The biggest thing, oxidative stress just like the silver in your house tarnishes so does every single cell in your body but when you take pro tandem you can reverse that process not by taking more antioxidants but by making more antioxidants and of course we're talking about the super antioxidant glutathione not only does glutathione function as an antioxidant, but it also functions as an anti-inflammatory. And this can help with a lot of autoimmune disorders. So go to the supernaturaljunkies.lifevantage.com, the Tri-Synergizer under anti-aging products.